2: recorded live. Uh-oh. I had to leave my town door to come to verse. When I'm back, at this time i with my man. I'm with one of the people who have his young man to come to and back to the us. I thought, how much makes him happy about that. I had to come back to the level of becoming a B.W. I don't know a basic woman, but if it all the it's going to get scandalous. oh oh i oh 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 i oh i I
3: California, Dow 724 444 744. Press pin number 145234. Then pound one to listen, star eight to join the conversation. Brought to you by Looking Glass Entertainment. All right, tonight I put a topic that um, was really an interesting topic to me. Tonight's topic is How Do You Know Your Marriage? is coming to an end, and how do you know enough is enough? Now, before I get deep into the topic, I want to break down to you what the meaning of um, marriage is. Um, Marriage is a legal recognized union of two people as partners in a personal relationship, specifically a union between a man and a woman. And um tonight I wanna um specify um, some things about marriage, um, complications in marriages, what could cause you to have a divorce, how do you know when it's time for you to have a divorce and can your marriage be saved? Now, first of all, um I wanna say if you um are re- if you're already married and you have um discovered why marriage is so important and experience some good from it, or maybe you're married and you had some hard times, and you're alone and you're no longer married um, tonight i want to basically point out some reasons why marriage is important first before I get into the topic about how do you know that when you have enough in your marriage now, first of all. Marriage is a beginning. Um, It's a beginning of a long-time family commitment, and that's a word that I want to specifically get to in a a little bit, what what the meaning of commitment is. Um, To me, commitment is a willing to do whatever it takes. That's the key word. Whatever it takes to make a marriage work meaning um, that there are going to be many times that you just want to give up, but if you have that commitment, that commitment, then, you know, you can, you maybe can save your marriage. Now, um, I want to uh, point out this right quick. Marriage is more than a physical union. It's also a spiritual and an emotional union meaning to me that you have to have um, Christ in your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, To make a marriage work. What the Bible says about marriage, um, if you look in Ephesians 5, chapter 5, verse 25, it says, for a husband, this means, love your wife, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. Okay? And then if you look in, Um, Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother as holds fast to his wife, as they shall become one flesh. Key word, one flesh, not two. Um, Sometimes in um, marriages, um, we um, sometimes rush. Um, we're, we're younger and we rush into marriages. We think that we're in love with a person and then we don't find out to afterwards in the marriage um, things that go go wrong in the marriage. And um, you have to understand, like I said, marriage is a beginning. It's a long time family commitment. You have to be committed in a marriage for a marriage to work. That's one of the and one of the most important keys, you have to be committed. Also another key point in marriage is love. You gotta have love. And sometimes love is not enough. Um you must like your partner. When I mean love is I mean you must like your partner. You must have deep respect for him or her who needs some of um who um need who needs need to be taken care of. You have to have love for that person. You can't be in a marriage without love. A marriage cannot be a lust. It has to be love. And um, love comes with respect. Um, Sometimes, you know, you have partners that have, like, annoying habits and stuff like that, but you have to be able to make that what your word comes back in commit yourself to that person and you have to be able to love that person for who that person is because remember that's your choice of the person that you chose to marry and um, a lot of marriages lack respect and um, without respect mutual respect couples are likely to be able to not to solve problems you know you have to have mutual respect, and mutual respect is a big, important part of a relationship for it to be uh, success successfully. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have mutual respect, the loss of mutual respect can destroy a marriage. Definition speaking, you know, you have to speak up. One way to become more more powerful. And you have to use your voice. You have to be also more independent, you know. And you have to set boundaries in your marriage. And you have to follow through on your word. And most of all, you have to respect yourself and your partner. Also, um, finances is a big part. You know, people may not think, but finances is a, Big part of a marriage also because a marriage could be torn apart you know if money if you have problems with money some marriages have you know came into divorce because of money situations because either a, the other person lost their job or they just couldn't you know handle the pressure and it was so stressful that they just left the marriage um you have to understand that before you get married, to me, a hus a great husband will be a relation. He will be a relationship investor who will build a friendship that adds value to um, to your life. Um, and that's you know that's a big, uh, important part to me. Also, we have to, ladies, and don't get mad when I say this, sex is is a is an important part of a marriage too. Um, due to divorces, we have found out that some partners don't have sex with each other anymore, and that could cause another partner to run to someone else. Ladies, you know, and gentlemen, we have to satisfy our partners, and we have to stick to that one particular partner. No you know no matter what um what happens, you have to be able to stick to that one partner in a marriage because going out of a marriage having sex that leads up to you know a divorce and um a lot of divorces that you know I did a little study, and a lot of divorces have you know happened because of you no. Know, sex in a relationship or you, you, you get tired of your partner and and you, you, you turn your back on your partner. And, you know, a man's ego, ladies, you know, not having sex with your husband, that's like, that hurts his ego because you are his wife. You are supposed to be there to please him and to take care of his needs if you don't want him or her to go out there and do something. You have to be able to, you know, um, be able to talk about if it's a problem in the sex, be able to talk about these things because these things can lead up to marriages not working, you know, not working or or going about, you know, happening. And and, um, a lot of um, couples, like I say, they rush into marriages without you know, going through these boundaries there are, are understanding what a marriage is now I wanna talk um a little bit about um about um how marriages are um are in the bi- how God says a man and a woman should become as one in a marriage some um partners tend to not have communication and they argue a lot. Now, marriages are not perfect. We know that. And you're going to have some disagreements, but you have to be able to talk about um, these disagreements. If not, you then that causes a problem because you don't want to over talk each other. You want to be able to talk at, on one accord. And um, communication is to me most of most, uh, very most important aspect of satisfying a marriage because most marriages go through rough times, which can change the way of your spouse's communication. And this could develop bad habits. It created create a destructive pattern. Um, and you don't want that to happen in your marriage. So, to me, that's what, to me, I feel that are important things of a marriage. Now, let's get into the main subject. Now, the main subject is how do you know that your marriage, that you had enough? Now, um, there are many signs in marriages that says that enough is enough. Like, for instance, um, when you can no longer talk to your spouse, that means you're always fussing all the time or you, you you just can't get on that communication tip um one spouse wants to overtalk the other one or the spouse comes in and knowing there's a problem but just don't want to come home and talk about it and that's adding stress to your marriage and that's not a um a healthy marriage and when you start seeing those signs you need to um, take heed because though, that's a, a very important sign. When you no longer talk in your marriage, then there is no marriage. You understand what I'm saying? There is no marriage. If you come home from work and you can't talk to your husband or your husband, you can't talk to your wife anymore in your marriage, those are signs. I mean, you have to sit down and you have to be able to. Talk to each other with mutual understanding means you both agree. You never want to, me, I would never want to go to sleep um, upset or angry with um, my husband, not knowing that we have not um, solved the problem because it's just more stress on the marriage. And these are some signs that, that you know that your marriage is, coming to some type of problems, and and you really need to talk about that. Also, um, another thing is, and this is an important part, listen very closely, when the bad overweighs the good. Now, take a piece of paper. Put What good things that you and your spouse do, and put the bad things. Now, if the bad overweighs the good, that's a problem that's That's not a good sign
4: in a marriage
3: um you gotta be able to um, seek the solution you gotta be able to make the marriage work. You don't want the bad to overweigh the good you wanna you wanna see what the bad is and you wanna Come on an agreement together and talk about it because, like I said, if you don't talk, which leads back to communication, then it's really going to be hard for marriage to work. And these are some of the signs when you when you come home and, and you just see things are not the way that they used to be and you try to talk, like I said, to your spouse and, and it's always fussing and fighting and you just can't come to agreement then um that's a time when maybe you need to and I say this is an important part of a marriage prayer that's when the spiritual part prayer comes in you have to pray because the devil is busy in a lot of marriages and and um we see this every day we see this um on reality show divorce courts we we always see couples come in and and the the majority of it is communication Oh, she she doesn't let me talk or he doesn't let me talk and this and that. But like I said, if you don't have communication, these are the signs, these are leading to the signs that you're gonna know that your marriage is, is, is failing and and we need to pay attention to these signs because these signs are very, very important.
1: Hey, Lisi, ring my line. Now, you know what? You got you gotta have a chat right now. Her name is Tanya. I got to come on because, you know, they love you. Uh, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Oh, come on.
1: Come and on. Hi, said,
3: hi. How you doing, no,
1: Carlos? No no no, 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 no. She's chatting right now. She's online. She's saying to oh, you. Oh, she's online. Uh, yeah, she's online. You know, before we do that, before, I'm, I'm you know, we get into that, you know, we out of Long Beach, California, y'all, 724-444-7444. Put it in pin number 145234 pound, then one pound. Listen, all the folks out there, there's a lot of people out there right now, Nisi, and they're trying to get in. Listen, if you're trying to get in, you need to press star eight, right, Nisi? To relate. Because so we can't yes, see guys, unless press you press star, star eight.
3: eight.
5: That's it. Yes, so, Star
3: eight callers, please press star eight because this is a good topic. And i if you want to be able to talk and join in, you have to push star eight.
1: Now, you ready for this, Nisi? You know, I'm going to ring your line right now. Then before we go into the chat, I got a special track for you. You ready? We're going to get it in right now. Yeah, you, know, I'm you know. of course of course, you've to do that climax for you at the beginning. You know, it is what it is. But how about little Daz band? Is that okay with you? Oh,
2: that's okay. Mm. Now,
1: look, now, look. Behave yourself now, All
0: right. Mm.
2: Mm. 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 Mm you 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 Thank you. Thank you.
1: Dance, dance. <laughs> bring my line you. now back to my girl right now Tanya said from the gate that she had a young man you know married to him for about five years and um, they weren't having sex and they were having situations, and he cheated on her and um, th- should she take him back even though she was not performing her sexual duties
3: You know what that's like it's it's kind of a hard one, but I'm gonna give you Tanya my opinion if it if it was me um I would not take him back. The reason is because like they say a cheater is a cheater, and if he loves you, he could have waited on you to perform your sexual activities, so my if it was me i would I wouldn't, but like I said, I can't really like tell you basically you know what to do. you have to go by actually your heart if you really love this man and you feel that um he deserves another chance, and if you feel that in your heart, then hey, try to save your relationship, but think about this. What if you continue not to do your sexual activities? How do you think he's gonna feel about that? And what do you think he's gonna do to satisfy his sexual needs? You have to think about that as well. So that's my answer. Um, that's how I feel about the um, situation. But like I said, I mean, you may be, you know, you 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 may, like you said, you love him. So it's basically how you feel in your heart. You know, um, I can't say not to give a guy a second chance because I have plenty of times, but as I grew older, like I said, I looked for signs, like, um, in relationships. And if this is the only thing in the relationship, then try to sit down and talk about it. Like I said, in in my... um, intro communication communication he has to be able to understand your feelings and how you feel and um which you have to understand his feelings too because like i said sex in a relationship to a man when you not you know putting men down or saying anything bad but that's a big part of a man's ego if you're his woman and you're his you're supposed to satisfy his needs that's what he's going to be looking for just put put your put yourself on 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 the opposite shoe. What if you were in that situation? What if he didn't have sex with you and you he felt the same way? you have to you know put yourself in that situation too it's like it's kind of a hard situation because it's like i said in a relationship too and I'm gonna get into that you have to both come on a, on an agreement so my thing is i would sit down and talk to him about the situation and let him know and if you feel in your heart that he deserves another chance then only you can make that decision what i say or anyone else says is only advice i cannot tell you you know who to be with or you know to take him back but if it was me Because experience I've I've been through, Um, no, I wouldn't. So that's basically it. So I hope I answered your question. Um, Once again, this is the Godmother of Funk, and we're on the air from Long Beach, California. Now I need you guys to call in at 724-444-7444. Press PIN number 145234. Then press pound one to listen and star eight to join in. And um, the topic tonight is how do you know your marriage is coming to an end, and when is enough is enough. And um, I pointed out some things in the beginning, um, some things in a marriage what we have to look for. First of all, if you get married, um, you have to make sure that you have communication, respect, loyalty, trust. I mean. Those are important things to me in um in a marriage because I I was married before. Let me just go into a, a a little story that happened to me. I was married before and um I was in love with this guy and um could nobody tell me anything? I was just so in love with this guy. Um, I married him. I'm gonna keep it real, honestly. I married him in prison. Um, I knew him before I married him um we um, we talked about it, and I made a decision to marry him all of a sudden. we got married um come to come to terms He did his time in prison now you have to understand in prison he did ten years, so ten years of my life was without him at home um being there uh, visually um, being in the home with me. Um, Most of our time was spent in prison. Um, I had family visits. Um, I came to visit and stuff like that. I gave 100% of my time to him. Once he got out, oh wow, things constantly changed. Um, The um, first um, year was fine. Then coming into the second year, these were the signs that I I, I started seeing. um, Not coming home, which was cheating. To me, those were signs not coming home. um, Constantly lying, telling me the same thing over and over. Um, So what I did, like I said, being in love with this guy, and I'm I'm just going to be real honest about what I did. I... Um the relationship to me was not healthy because any time that I had to constantly get out of my sleep because my mind, which was 100% right, telling me that uh, my husband was out there cheating and going, jumping into my cars, driving on streets that I, I just knew he would hang out, his friends calling me, telling me different things, it made the relationship so unhealthy for me. I found myself losing weight. I found myself crying, myself to sleep. I found myself just really stressed out, not keeping myself up um because um so busy worried about what this guy was doing to me because I gave him those 9 years I gave Him all my trust, you know. I gave him my trust. I was there on the family visits. I was there on the visits. I was putting money on his books. I was sending him packages. You know how we females do. Loving this guy. Once he got out, everything, like I said, after that year completely changed. And the sign that really told me this marriage was enough is enough, and I'm going to be honest, is one day I was at home. And it was a local lady in our neighborhood. She was a prostitute. Well, she knocked on my door, and she said, hey, where's the person that drives this truck? Okay, I'm not going to say his name. And I said, "Um, he's not here. She said, well, um, I need to talk to you. She said, are you his wife? I said, yes. She said, well, your husband, um, you can catch him on 84th and Figueroa. He drives a wife van. He's always picking up prostitutes, this and this and that. And she really shocked me. The first thing I did was I called my sister. I told my sister, please come with me to the hospital. I needed to go get a, a, a checkup because a prostitute knocking on my door. She specifically told me everything about my husband, even his private part. So I knew she was not lying. and this scared me so bad, so um, I went to the hospital, long story short, um, they tested me for for HIV, I didn't have that, but this person lied to me so much, and I gave him so much of my heart, my soul, and everything, and it really hurt me, because those nine years I spent with him, I could have been in a relationship with another man that loved me and respected me for me, ladies. Also, men, if you find your mate not coming home at a specific time, um, always on the phone, um, when you call, never answer the phone, sends the voicemail, these are signs that you know that um, your mate is cheating. Um, come on, you know um, it, um, things about your mate. You know things about your husband. You know things about your mate. We're gonna get into this track, then we're gonna come back to how do you know when your mate is out there cheating? Hey, Ready?
1: you starting your mess I'm right re- now? You want, me, you want me to ring your line? That's what you're trying to tell me?
3: I want you to ring my line. Yeah, I want you to ring my line. What you got? <laughs> oh,
1: thanks. <laughs> is that okay for you honey
3: yeah I love it I love it I love it you
2: guys (laughs) When you're walking down the street All the fellows That you mean they go I know just how to feel Woo, Woo baby now Behold you in the truth <laughs> and everything about you please, blue baby. You're a
0: real girl. girl. Hey, let me tell you why. Listen to
2: this.
0: Other girls have tried your
2: style and wind up with the blue. Ooh. Oh, girl, just can't get down with the stuff you use. What you use, and I don't know. I just want to move, to move.
4: What a free, what a freak.
2: Take a cake <laughs> I caught you in I Hold you Woo oh, baby The way you make me feel Woo woo baby now I feel the thunder And I get weak oh. Everything about you Is so complete baby you are the real deal Oh, yes, you are. Bro. come here come here. <laughs>
1: Ring
3: your line, honey. <laughs> All right, I like that. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. Do we have a caller on the air right now?
1: Oh, come on, now we're gonna bring them on at this time. They rang your line.
3: They say. Ring my line. Hi, caller. How you doing? And which state are you calling from?
5: Hey, how you doing? This is Tanya from Philly Diva Impact calling in. How are you doing tonight?
3: I'm fine. How you doing, sweetie?
5: I'm doing good. Um just listening to your topic and I had some personal experience with that. I was um married before and I was with him for fifteen years. With him since I was seventeen, actually. Had three children from him, but I realized that my marriage was over when I felt myself detaching myself from him. And um I tried to do everything, everything to make it work. I didn't have the cheating issues. It was just more of he was a mama's boy. Can't do the mama's mm. boy. Worst thing ever, ever. Mm. And, Girl, and the thing it. is, yes, I used to go to his mom and be like, Look, can you please not do certain things? When she said to me, That's my baby. He's always gonna be my baby and I'm always yeah. gonna do this there and the other. And I said, Well look, you're not helping him be a man. I said, He's married now. He has a family. She was like, yeah. well, that's because he was the youngest out of five. And um, I'm gonna always do this, I'm gonna always do that, that, that. I'm like, look, I said, Okay, this is not gonna work. So what happened was um I end up having my last my daughter, um, I was doing hair. And, you know, we started having issues with our um, paying rent. So the thing was he had two jobs. He worked a summer job, and he also had a a regular job. He ended up quitting the full-time job and started working a part-time job, which was only a summer job. So, mind you, I had stopped working in the shop and stayed home working. So the money wasn't right. So the plan was to go to his mom's house, you know, get our stuff together. He got comfortable. I didn't get comfortable because wow. I'm a woman. I can't stand living in another woman's house having another woman tell me what to do. I couldn't do it. I said, Look, I can't do this. So I went to him one day. I said, Look, I found this house. I gave him my and back then the, the rent was only um five fifty, all utilities included. House, two bedroom yeah. house. I said, Look, this is what it is. He came mm-hmm. back to me and said I am not paying no $550 when I can stay here and live with my mother for free. Girl, I time. said, what? <laughs> I'm your wife. I said, you know what? I said, you stay here and you, your wife, I mean, your mother. Because as of now, I'm taking me and my kids and we out. I'm done. When I tell you I packed my stuff up and the only thing I took with me was me and my children and I never looked back. I said, you oh. know what? You stay here with your mother. I said, because I'm like, mm. that's when my marriage was over. When I had a grown man said to me, my husband, that I am not paying mm. five hundred and fifty dollars in rent, I will stay here and live mm. with my mother for free. As mm. we speak, mm. okay. Now, mind you, I left this man. This was two thousand and four. This is now mm-hmm. two thousand and eighteen. That's where right. he's Ooh. still at with his with mother. his
3: mama girl. You sure we ain't married? To, we didn't get married to the same man. <laughs> I'm serious because Girl. I can relate to you on that because it was an issue when the guy, when my the guy who I was married to, we had stayed with um, my mother in law, and the same thing. He was a mama's boy and stuff, and he would always like just keep her in our business. Actually, she was gonna constantly be in our business, being under her roof. She heard mm-hmm. him that was going on and um, right. I, one day I said the same thing I got tired of it I, I packed my stuff me and my daughter we got our own place he finally came but oh I wish I would have. he his, excuse me oh would say that his mama's house because he made problems even worse you did the best thing to me because if a, uh, like I said in the beginning of the um program I said when you get married you become as one. Remember the Bible says you got to leave he has to leave his father and his mother. Okay? Right. He can't bring them along. So and, and to me, let me just say something. A lot of moms out there who protect their sons and, and you know in and, and, and garbage like that, that that really hurts us women because at you know, it, it, it makes us feel like we're married we're marrying one of our own kids. Because
4: and that's, that's what, what they're
3: basically doing. Basically, they act like. They act like a, a little kid. And I'm not putting you uh, a man down because women, the same way, it can go vice versa, but yes. I've been in the same situation that you've been in, and I can relate to what you're saying. And when a man, when you have to, when you tell your husband, baby, let's go, and let's go do this, and he decides he wants to stay with his mama, then that's where you left him and that's where he should be because that's probably where he wanted to be in the first place. He got too comfortable. See, they too get too comfortable. comfortable. They mm-hmm. don't want to pay nothing. And, and, and because the mama going to say, Oh, you ain't you my baby. You ain't got to pay. nothing. going to tell you, you need, you need to pay. So, why would you have to pay and he not pay? You got you guys are as one. You you understand what I'm saying? So, yes. boy, you did him. You did him. You did yourself a favor and probably mm. him too. And you said he's
5: still at his mama's. That's a shame. Yes, and and it's sad. It's, and the thing is, I was carrying most of the weight financially. Like when I got my car, I got my first car note. We had an attitude. What are you the man for? This is our car. We are married. This is our car. It's not just my car. See, I was more independent, and headstrong. I mean, what you think when I thought about it, I ran more of the relationship and the marriage more than he did. He wasn't the man to nothing See, and that's, at and that's,
3: all. And that's
4: that's a big
3: part because in a relationship I believe that the man should be the head. He should be the provider. I mean, not just saying that he should just do all the work and everything, mm-hmm. but I believe that he should be the strong part. Some men worry, wonder why women act like, act manly in a relationship, not mean trying to be the man, but are so strong and powerful because we, we do everything. We do mm-hmm. everything. I mean, if you got, if you're doing everything, and, and, and your man is not, then to me, when when it's, he's soft, he to me he he's soft. A man should be the head. And if I'm wrong, then God forgive me. He should be a provider. He should be the source. He should want to go out and work. He should want to provide for his family. He should want these things so his kids see the example see a lot of homes are destroyed because of lack of the man being the men being in the house i I was lucky to have a mother and a father, and I had a stepfather as well. You know what I'm okay. saying, but when when a man is missing from the home, can nobody tell me there is a big
6: difference
5: yeah, yeah it, it definitely is because I truly believe i mean I'm a single mother and I have two sons. And I raise my son to the best of my ability. First of all, I raise my son to don't ever depend on no woman. Always get your own, because at the end of the day, you don't want that woman telling you to get out my house. That's number one. (laughs) Number two, I teach my boys how to cook. Cook and clean for yourself. Do not depend on another woman to cook for you, okay? Take care of yourself. Do everything that you can on your own. I mean, because a lot of things, I mean, I can't teach my son's to be a full man. I I believe that a man, it takes a man to teach another man to be a man. And that's just my opinion. I mean, we are women. We do raise our men to the best of our abilities and to be strong and dependent this day and the other. But you do know a difference when it's not a man around when you're raising men and women, because we are attached. Let me tell you something. I always say the first man in a woman's life is her father. The first, man that she's going to look up to love adore cherish is her father so yes we gravitate to our dads we love our fathers so when we branch out and start dating yes we're we want a man that's going to symbolize our father that gives the same right. values and respect and love that our dad has given us so it does right. make a difference when you come from a home that doesn't have a Two parents and then a home that have single. Even with you start
3: Right quick, because we got to go. I have to go into the um, the next okay. track. So I'm a um I'm a in the in this in the conversation. But thank you so much, okay. Tanya. Right. Your message was so powerful. <laughs> Sorry for and that. We're going to go to the that, No, that's no, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm I no. They're listening. You guys, we're going into the next track, and we'll be right back. guys, take us away, honey.
1: No, what happened was, see, Tanya Carter trying to be diva all the time. That's what happened. She was getting <laughs> <different laughs> That's what happened. No! She's I'm really, no? Oh
2: listen.
6: Listen,
1: listen, listen. It's an OD dynasty thing. You know, she's a host on our network. So, you know what, though? Since you want to go like that, let me give you a little ready for the world. And I don't want to hear no oohs and ahs either. <laughs> <laughs> it's your man, Old right here on the Wheels of seal. Ring my line, me say.
2: Ring it's Getting late. Why you still here, girl? Have you You want me not to I want you to hold me. I want you to be don't want you to go Cause it's going to feel like it on not be known at night Honey, that's not You're so scared Cause I can see a heartbeat It's all so scared <laughs>
1: Hey, um, Niecy,
2: can I read your hey, line? You run my line all the way back to time. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, niece, oh, and you oh. got a call online, too, girl. Ready for call? All right, call.
3: Hey. All right I'm go, ready girl. for the caller. Hi, if caller. There she is right she now, may- yo. Hi, caller. What's your name and what city are you calling from?
6: Well, hello, Godmother of Funk. This is Anna Waddell of the Soul Twins calling from Snow, Layton, Decatur, Georgia. How you doing?
3: Fine. I saw the snow you put up. Girl, I love it. I wish I was there.
6: No, you don't, because after it (laughs) slushes up, it turns to a sheet of ice, and we can't even drive good when it's dry, so I'm just glad I don't have to be out there in it. But I called to share my story.
3: Yes, ma'am.
6: Now, there were lots of similarities to what uh, you and Tanya Carter discussed, uh, yet a little different. Okay, so when Tanya talked about the first love of a daughter's life is her father, uh, mine was a little different because my dad was born, to his mother had him when she was 14 the man that she had him by she was dark skinned he was light skinned they were creole so she didn't qualify she didn't meet the color uh code to be a part of their family they sent him away so that was a child raising a child and wow. he didn't he didn't know how to express love you know and I saw where he would fight our mom and my sister, my older sisters, would fight my dad, and so from that I saw at an early age I already had my guard up. It's like, oh hell no! When you if you have to raise your hand to hit me, you got to kill me because we gonna go down badly. Hmm. And I was always independent, so by the time I got married, I was thirty three. I was already a woman that could take care of herself. I had all my own things, and it was hard for me to transition into sharing and saying we because I was so used to it being me. So it was always I. Right. Right. And I remember once uh I thought a clock and he it fell off the mantle and I told him you broke my clock and he was like, Well it's ours now, isn't it? We're married. Okay, so I had to learn to get into that. Right. My marriage started failing after my second son. I mean, we literally stopped having sex. I was heavier then. He would tell me. It would always be like um, Martin Luther King inaugurational um, speech. You know, I'm having this relationship talk every January. It's like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, he was like, well, men are physical... um, creatures and blah 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 and i told him okay well i got fat cooking your food and having these babies for you but you're basing right. it just on that. i told him
4: <clears throat> just
6: to let you know one man's trash is another man's treasure i Woo, said so you me? Really? it's okay for me to go out and get me somebody else he was like if that's what you feel like you need to do and i'm telling you i didn't plan for this to happen mm-hmm. in 2008 While I was still married and miserable, my sisters and I went to Jamaica. We rented a villa. We went to a beach party. I saw this guy dancing. I told my sister, I said, you see that guy there? I'm going to ask him to dance. I said, and if he says no, I'll be back, but I have a feeling he won't say no. I walked up to this man. He was younger than me. I introduced myself and asked him to dance. I had a nine-year relationship with this man in the midst Uh, of this miserable marriage. The hmm. second time I went back, I was in the bathroom one day combing my hair and a commercial came on about a Caribbean festival. And a voice came and told me, go and tell him. He's already planned to go back. I already had the ticket. So I told him, I said, I'm going back to Jamaica for New Year's. He said, okay, just let me know when. You know, I'll take off, so I'll you know take care of the boys. I th- he said you going back with your sisters. I said no, I'm going by myself. And he said okay. And I said that's all you have to say is okay. He said I can't tell you what to do. So what that said to me that he was already laying with someone else, and right. I'm not not care. Right, I'm not a woman that goes and checks phones and you know, checking through your clothes, because if it's it's meant for you to know, God will bring it to you.
3: Amen.
6: I went. I had several great times, but I felt guilty. The last time I went, I told him I'm not coming back here until I'm divorced. And after 20 years, I finally got the courage to get a divorce because I always thought, well, I didn't want my sons to be a product of statistics be a divorce then right.
4: mm-hmm. Then it
6: dawned on me at the same time, if you stay in this marriage, you're miserable, you're depressed, you know, you're crying all the time by yourself, you, you're in here with a house full of people, but you're lonely, then how is that going to benefit them? Then they're going to grow up to be broken men that have broken relationships. And I filed for a divorce. And it's the best thing that I did one of the best decisions i made in my life. And so after he moved out, I called him the next day and I asked him how he was doing. And he was saying, this is hard. It's harder than I thought it was gonna be. And he apologized for not stepping up and doing more as a man in the household because he always worked. He did like his dad did, thinking, okay, I work, I bring the money in, but okay, but if you're not fulfilling your obligations as a husband, as a father, as a man, then how much is money really, who is the money
3: benefiting? Mm. Amen.
6: And I told him, I said, you know, I want you to be happy. You know, I said, we had 20 years in this. We grew apart. And I felt like I was the one that kept trying to fix it, you know, going Mm -hmm. to all of his family. I was at his family functions more than he was. It got to mm. the point, every time they saw me, they would say, where is Jimmy? One day, I just got so pissed and just tired of them asking me. I literally pulled my pockets inside out to where lint comes out of your pocket. And I looked down at the pockets and said, he's not here. And I just walked out. And they just looked at me. <laughs>
2: mm. But...
6: I told them, I said, I want you to be happy in your life. I want you to find love. I want you to get married again. I said, you'll probably get married before I do. I said, and I wish you would hope hope you would wish the same for me. I said, because the bottom line is the, the thing that brought us together, the thing that would always have us connected is our sons, and they're our only interest here now. So it's whatever we can do best for them, that they grow up to be better men accountable and responsible. And I talk to my son all the time about
4: mm -hmm.
6: And when Tanya said a woman can't raise a man.
3: A man, that's right.
6: Yeah, to a degree. But I think if you're a woman Mm -hmm. that's wrong and positive because the person that I am now, I had to grow into this as a result of getting a divorce. I was angry all the time. I would take my hostilities out on my sons instead of saying what I needed to say to my husband. And I always apologize to them. Even to this day, we'll talk about it and I'll say, I'm sorry. You know, I wasn't strong enough to let him know how I felt. And, you know, don't look at this as an example of what an exemplary marriage is. It's not. You know, and I talked to them about, how to express themselves, you know, how to to show affection and compassion for a woman, how to be a man. And they learn and they listen, you know. So divorce doesn't always have to be the end-all, be-all. I think I was exactly. just too strong for him. A lot of men will say, yeah, I want a strong woman, but...
3: But they don't know you, how to handle one when they get it.
6: Right, because just like Tanya said with regards to handling most of the business, when anytime we would have work done around the house or anything, me, uh, you know, getting the car worked on, which he started out doing all that, and then it was just like he just felt rolled over and played dead. Okay, well, my <laughs> life had to go on. I couldn't, I couldn't stop doing these things because I knew That's I needed awesome. to, to make my life happen for me and my son. And I remember once a contractor came here and he was like, mom, he was a Hispanic guy. And he was like, usually when we're working on a house, we we work with the husband. He says we've never worked with the wife before I told him, well, first off, I'm a business woman. Mm. He'll open the door and let you in and go back upstairs and watch TV. I'm going to ask you what you're doing, why you're doing that, how much does that cost, because I want to know how my money is being spent and why. So
3: spent, that's right.
6: And I told him, so, yes, I'll engage with you. And he was like, oh, okay, so I told him, anything you need to know, you come and ask me. Don't ask him nothing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you and know. Gonna
3: end up, it's going to end up being your decision anyway. I mean, basically, it's, you know what I'm saying? I can relate to what you said, especially when, what you said about how, you know, you raised your sons to share their, their thoughts and, their, you know, their feelings. And, and a lot of men out there, you know, not trying to put you guys down, but when a woman, you got to understand when we have kids, we gain weight. You men don't know that because you never had a baby. So a lot right. I know this too. A lot of Marriages, and even when I see this on talk shows oh they um, I, I cheated on her because she got too she she got too big or this and that. you know what I'm saying they I mean, if you love somebody, whether they're big or small, you're going to love them for them and me to right. understand that man, you have to understand this we gain weight, it is a process that we can lose it, but it's going to take us some time, and you guys should be happy because kids are a blessing from the Lord. Okay. Right. They, they, they should understand that. That, that that really hurts me But we got to go to the next track Miss Anna, thank you so much I love you so much And oh, everything you said Was was so It was so compelling I really appreciate everything you said Tonight, thank
0: you so
3: oh, well, much Well thank you You're welcome and we're going to get into this next track You guys You sure? Ready to ring you my sure. line
1: you know what though? You know what though? You know, of oh, course. You play too much. Don't play it anymore. <laughs> Look at Hey, hey, me Give me that rooster yeah. and chocolate bit too. Stop playing okay.
2: with me. Ooh.
1: Uh uh-uh.
2: Come on, bro. See that? Let me try. What's the matter with you What's the you Come back.
1: Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Who's your favorite DJ, baby? Is? It's
3: you, baby.
2: <laughs> you. It's you. Listen. Uh, <laughs> listen.
1: listen, watch your mouth now. We're out of Long Beach, California, Seven two four 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 seven four four four. Put 7444 number one, four, five, two, three, four pounds, and then one pound. And listen, start to release. And now you got somebody that really loves you, and you really love him. I believe it's somebody that's called the Magic Man.
0: Hey, peace hey. and abundant divine blessings. How you doing?
3: Hi, I'm fine. How you doing?
0: I'm doing my best. Uh, enjoying your show. Wow, you got a powerful topic going on tonight. Oh, yes, I had to take it there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely understand. Man, I, you know, I was really, really, my heart goes out to Sister Anna Waddell and, and, and many other sisters out there, you know. Um, and that's one of the greatest challenges that we're facing, especially in today's time when a lot of us as men haven't been ourselves for such a long time. And I know you all uh, sisters, mothers, aunts and all different uh positions that y'all play as women, our wives, you know, girlfriends, uh, our women and so on and so forth. But um yeah. and I know y'all y'all can be as strong as y'all possibly can, but you know, a man and this is something that we really have to do and trust me, um I, I've been there. I've been to the point where um it's a thing called a man's pride, and and it's a lot of stuff that we do as men, not to take anything away from y'all, but this is something that we have to raise our standards back up to be who and what we are. You understand? Because I know, yes. uh, especially in this society, we know what the game is because, especially over here in the shores of America, that the it's the American way of life that is designed to help divide and conquer especially dividing us from one another and that's why it makes it a lot easier for women to be successful especially when it comes in the job market and all that kind of stuff like that and um mm-hmm. i have said many times as we rebuild ourselves we, we got to get out of the mode of just trying to be employed by some someone else you know we got to think on the lines of going into business for ourselves. So right. here's the catch, though. That Here's the price, though. You know, it's the price, uh-huh. especially when you look at us as a people that we have to not only when brothers like myself and, 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 and many other brothers who take that stand to go into business, we know that it has to be a conscious and concentrated effort for to support ourselves and not just our business as men, but all of our business endeavors as a whole. Wait a, minute, oh, wait a
1: minute, wait, wait a minute, Hoonie. Wait a minute, Nisi. I got a, I got a request see who started his mess, Nisi, And he's ringing our line right now, Nisi. We, you know what go? Come on, <laughs> here. listen. We got a young lady by the name of Vanetta. Vanetta's called calling out of Galveston, Texas. She said, "Let Hooney pause, Hooney and play this track for me right now." Listen, can I ring her line, Nisi? We're gonna bring Hoonie Bakatune back on. Can I ring her line yeah, right we're now? Yeah, we
3: going ring her. Ring
2: the bell and we're going to bring him right back in because
1: I was enjoying him. This, this, right. is, this is what he's talking about right now. This is what she requested, y'all. Mr. Welfare Man.
2: Oh. How about
1: that one, girl? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm
2: going to keep y'all both hey. on the line right now. Let's have
1: oh.
2: a
4: party. Oh. No. No. <laughs> <a
2: well-fed>. <laughs> <Hey. Buddy.
1: laughs> Yeah. Come on, now, old ass he gets just going. <laughs> Ooh.
3: This must be all the way back to Claudine. It's a hot. You did it, man. It's your fault. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: blame me. It's on me. It's
3: on me. She could
2: be all the way back to Claudine when <laughs> she said, Mama, here come the man. Here come the welfare lady, mama. Here <laughs> come the welfare lady. Might have been the clock. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe 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 I can not believe can
4: Listen, I, you know, I had to go there with y'all
3: right there. I had to put it out there right there. Like, you know, <laughs> know, I'm you sad, know, we, you know what? You know what? He know what he wrong. He took me all the way to Claudine. Remember when she said? Hide him in the. We gotta hide him in the closet. Here come the work family. And, they <laughs> and that that's
1: what when he was talking about me. See, that's what he was. <laughs>
4: uh, I'm out of here, y'all. I'm I <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah. Carry on the
0: conversation. But but, se- but, but se- seriously though, you know, with love and respect yeah. out of out of all that you're doing and you're showing, man, you you coming in with with, with some blazers there. But it's real talk though. It's part of not just it a conversation is. that we need to be having, but you know we got to be serious about that. And I have said many times on my show, and uh and of course, let me say this right quick as a quick plug. No, I'm not going to be on this week, but faithfully I'd be on in the following two weeks or whatever. That I am the master sound therapist Huni Bakatun, aka the Magic Man, and I come on every other Thursday at ten o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You know, now <laughs> back in Now, Let me ask you a quick
2: question.
3: Can I ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Quick question. Now let me ask yes. you something. Do you think a lot of um, marriages uh, can could be saved if men step up in the relationship? Not saying that. I'm not bashing men because women. I'm I'm about to get on us too. We do some things, and you know, in relationships as well, too. But I'm just saying, do you think that um, more marriages um, could be saved if men were, like you said, act playing their part more in their marriage and their their relationship?
0: And my answer is yes, but he, but he, here's the key to that though. I'm not saying all.
4: Hear yes. me clearly.
0: I'm not saying yes. all, but a lot of issues, especially when you when you, when I say about uh, a Melanized, you know, pro, you know, predominantly black and Latino, uh, right. Because you know we're pretty much one and the same uh, uh, people. A lot of times, a lot of sisters don't respect their man and look up to their man the way that a man's supposed to be and i'm not talking about a man that's drunk out on drugs or whatever but i'm saying a man that's doing his best to be a man you get what i'm saying sometimes you know we have to take it there we have to especially in this society sometimes we have to do things in which we have to do not only to survive but to protect ourselves our women and our children sometimes we have to go there it's a shame that we have to do that, and and, and let, me, let me go ahead and say this right quick. We know that when we look, especially when you compare uh, uh, the European men, because they did a great job. It's not hate. I'm going to call it the way that it is. They took uh, uh, time enough, and I said it even on my interview, they took time enough to put aside certain ills and stuff that they had in order to establish uh, a, a system that was that would benefit most of them where most of them will make it some of them won't and only a few others will and this is where we failed as men okay and women too as as, as a whole but i'm mainly talking about as as they say when it comes to certain things that men do we didn't take time to establish ourselves and not to say that we didn't try there was many great leaders amongst ourselves who were men, and there was leaders amongst us who were women as well. But I'm mainly talking about the way that men tend to do things and the way that women tend to do things. Now, a lot of the issue comes in that a lot of women treat their men almost like a child. You get what I'm saying? Especially amongst okay. black men.
3: And, you you're, know, it's right. Shame, and you're right. You're right.
0: It, 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 it's true. And a lot of that goes through, the, especially during a time of captivity, in which Again, we lost control of ourselves, and we were being controlled, just like animals. You get what I'm saying? So uh, again, you know, we got some serious issues that we got to address. We don't have 400 and something years in order for to get this together. We got to make a conscious decision and a concentrated right effort now. to get it together now. You understand? Right we don't now. have the luxury right. of the time, and we got to start playing around with this. So you know. Uh,
4: and, and I, like I said, my my, head,
0: my heart goes out to y'all, and I applaud, uh, uh, you know, strong women such as you know you and Sister Anna Waddell and and many yes, many sir. sisters out there that I know, my mom included. May she continue to travel, uh, D.T. Olaya Skis, Mom. May she continue to travel, and many other sisters. I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm not with that. You know, take a back seat and all that. It's, it's never been.
4: That's we why. look
0: at us. In our glory, we always did stuff side by side. He started. Women can do. See, see come, on, <laughs> talking about, minute, uh-uh, come on, and talk about women. Ah,
4: he come
1: on. going come on and start talking about Debbie, right? He going come on and talk about my mama Debbie, right?
4: <laughs> Remember now, our
1: anniversary, Miss Nise and Miss and Mister Hune. You know, it's going to be the maybe this, the fifteenth anniversary of my mother's translation to glory. Okay. Uh-huh. It will be five years Beverly Nation February fourth. And fifteen years since my mom is gone.
0: So wow.
1: understand, you know, a hey, Lisi. You know I like to ring the line right all the time, right? See, Hooney started his mess. See, I'll bring back on Anna Waddell. I'm gonna bring back on our sister Tanya Carter right now. Are y'all on right now? Yeah, Anna's
4: here.
1: Yeah, okay. See Hooney started his mess, Lisi. Okay, so he has to pay the price. So, 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 can I ring his line? He say, "Can I do it right now?" Can you, can you allow me? You know what? I, I,
3: I, I like brother. I like the brother. You ready? I I may, I may let you ring it a little bit. You ready? to
4: ring
1: the line. Go go now, line and see ring the See that, Nussie? Now, now Hoonie, you almost, you almost didn't get your line wrong. See, that's on her. Go anyway, so, on so her, not me. Yeah, ready? I am so, you to ring your
4: line right
1: now. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, going to, we're the ready. Going to ring We're going to ring the line. Ring now, the this is all Niecy's fault, you know what I mean, because she's younger. All right, now, <laughs> Niecy, <laughs> remember that you said <laughs> that name and you said, oh, Oh, man, I love you. Can you do a little Midnight Star next time? Oh, yeah, remember that? You thought I forgot? Hmm? Hmm? So I forgot? Here we go, y'all.
2: <laughs> hey, Nisi. You're
1: You're Don't kidding. rock my yeah. boat from Midnight Star. Ooh. Y'all hear that O&E family? Ooh. It's okay, it. y'all. Can I
2: see upon you?
1: Ha-ha. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> ha Oh, by the way, that's actually from Houdini, by the way. They had a true love, but they just didn't know how to talk to one another. Two people, they couldn't leave. They had to do with that. They had to go back. Hey,
3: Nisa, you love me? I love you, baby. I love all y'all. Don't <laughs> go
2: don't be, don't fuck it. Just feel out it, let it go. <laughs> you and I together, baby, made up to make sure.
3: You guys, the topic tonight is how do you know your marriage is coming to an end and how do you know enough is enough? And we have some um, callers on the um, line, you guys. You guys do to have anything to add on to um, what I've said so far?
5: Yeah, I do. I wanted to add on something. Okay. Is, that, want, is this you, Tanya? Yeah, is Tanya. Okay. I wanted to actually bounce off of what the brother he was saying when he made the comment about how um, women treat men, you know, like children. And I strongly believe that you can't treat a strong man like a child. You can only treat a weak man like a child. Because I know dealing with both types, like my husband, he was a weak man, so I ran that relationship. Dealing with a strong-minded man that has control of his life, and everything, and he knows what's going on, what he wants, and what he knows, he knows how to take care of women. I can't control him. I can't control him mentally whatsoever. So it's a lot of weak men out here, and that's, death- that's what I can't do with. I cannot do with a weak man because I am a strong woman and I need somebody to match me. I need somebody to match everything, match me mentally, right, match because... me financially, match me emotionally. Because a lot okay. of times when they say marriage, marriage is not 100-100. It's going to be somewhere in the marriage that somebody is not going to pull their weight. And that's part of being in any relationship. Some, I mean, it's, Sometimes I can't pull my weight, so that's where my spouse come in and pull my, you know, to pull me up. But you know, if we're working as a team, and yeah, then you know, we we want the same team. We both riding together. But, um, but that's, but, that's but what some, I. Want. You
3: know, right? You have to work as a team. Some, you know, some marriages too. I that I have recall um, some men, and I'm not. Fashion the men. I mean, it it may sound like because I'm just saying men, men. Because women, I'm about to get on us in a minute. But some men too, um, and um, relationships, they have to learn how to 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 be able to speak and be like you said, be a man. You don't you don't want a weak man. I know I don't because a weak man, I'm so strong I completely run over him. You want a man to um actually be be a, be a part of be a part of your feelings, be a part of your thoughts, be a part of everything. You can't we women, we can't do it by ourselves, but some women and I'm fixing to go, don't get mad women, some of us we have to let our men be our men. We can't
4: that's right be men. That's right. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. You
3: we can't be men. We can only do certain you know, things and stuff. Okay, yeah, I know how to change a flat tire. Yeah, I know how to change brakes, but I am not a man. You know what nope. I'm saying? We have to let the men in the marriage run um, be ahead in the relationship. Now, if you come to, that's what communication comes back in. If you come to a disagreement, you both should be able to talk about it, but a woman should never, and I did it. I have no shame in saying it. I did it and I had to correct myself ever overpower and talk a man. And that's some things that I have to work on being like, because right now I'm in the house by myself so everything I'm doing is by myself. You understand what I'm saying? So
4: yeah. when you're
3: by yourself, it's like you're you're independent and when a man does come along, if you, you've been doing it so long, you got to let that man come in and be a man. You can't Overpower him and do everything because that's gonna run him off, and that's gonna be a problem in a relationship. And that's another thing that uh, you know I was basically gonna to come to um uh, another part in a uh, in a marriage. You don't need to, and I don't mean I mean when I say you don't need to share every feeling, you don't have to share everything with with your with your mate. But when it comes to communication you it's a way to relieve stress and it and it builds a uh, a healthier bond on each other. You know, it, it, it makes a, a better relationship. If you if you come home and you don't talk all the time and you just come home and you depressed, let's just go to depression. Marriages when you you can find your marriage coming to an end when you're depressed all the time. Who wants to be at home depressed all the time because you you know your husband or your wife comes home specifically from work at this says eight o'clock. She's supposed to be in or he's supposed to be in. Eight o'clock comes by, no no husband, no wife, nine o'clock. Ten o'clock you get the calling, goes to voicemail, you know, no call. You 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 pretty much know, and if this is a pattern, you know that those are signs of cheating or adultery. Then when that person does come home, it's gonna start to escalating. An argument because number one, you're gonna be, hey, you came, you're, you're coming home late, you're disrespecting me. I'm your wife, or I'm your husband, blah blah blah. When you're married, there should be boundaries going back to boundaries set. If you aren't married, you know, excuse me, damn well you ain't supposed to be walking home, coming home at no four and five in the morning, or some don't show up at at all. This is gonna cause a confliction, me. Let me be married, and my husband is and coming home, and he thinks the next morning when he walks through the door, I'm going to be a happy camper. No, I'm not. That's disrespectful to me and my and our kids in our household because when, when this goes back to your – I'm going to go back to kids. In a marriage, when kids see things like this, this causes confusion. Even when I was younger, when my mom and my father – um were married and you know they got a divorce that hurted me completely because in my mind I'm thinking that mom and my dad will always be together. But when they had problems in the marriage, and we've seen this, it affected me mentally. When I went to school, I couldn't focus on some things, you know, I couldn't focus on some things in school. Um, my mind strayed away because of things that was happening in my house and in, in the household. Understand this too. When you're married, the things that you do reflect upon your kids. If they hear you fussing and screaming and hollering, these are things that could destroy your kids way down in and, 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 you know as they grow up. You know, some kids have disabilities behind you know they get stressed out, they they get emotional because they they want their parents together and they don't see their parents together due to arguing and depression. You know, this builds up to a lot and this causes marriages to To end, depressed. Who wants to come home depressed all the time? Do you want to come home depressed? Um, These are signs. um, I want to go into some signs also that you know that um, when your marriage is coming to an end. When you engage in negativity, defense. This is what I mean. Does your spouse uh, become over-defensive when you express a concern? Like earlier if I was saying, sweetheart, okay, I know you come home at eight o'clock. You coming home at ten, eleven o'clock. Does he get defensive or she
4: well I was at work.
3: Well, um, I had to do overtime. Well this and that. When you see this pattern happens and, and, and these are excuses, you know that something is not right in the marriage. either like I gotta go back going back to cheating and you know, and other things like that. What we're gonna do you guys is um we're gonna um go into um Another yeah, trap.
1: No, 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 we not. <laughs> it's in we oh, oh, no, time. oh okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I thought
3: we were going to enough okay, well let me continue on because I'm really getting heated
1: over. Well, this no, no, I mean... no, 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 no. No, actually it's in gozy time. It's almost time up to be almost be out of here, Donnie. Oh, Listen. okay, well
3: let me wrap it up. Let me wrap it up right quick. Okay. Okay, Let's you got you
1: got you got you got you got two minutes.
3: Okay, I got two minutes. Okay, let me wrap it up. Okay. When you see these signs, cheating, disrespect, unloyalty, um, lack of communication, not sharing your thoughts, engaging in negativity, um, um, lying, um, um, feeling that you're alone and you know that your marriage is coming to an end. Um, when enough is enough, if you constantly um, giving this person chances and chances and this person is constantly Doing the same thing over and over, and it's a defect in your life that you're being depressed, not eating, getting sick, um, sometimes can go on drugs. And you know that's enough. It's enough. It's time to leave. Um, God put us on earth to be happy, to be as one, not to be depressed. And, And some of us, like I said, we rush into marriages that we're not supposed to, and we learn by our mistakes. So maybe some marriages can be saved. Maybe some can't. We don't know. Um, prayer can change things. All I can say is, watch for the signs, ladies and gentlemen. Um, watch for right. the signs. You see those signs, then you know. Hey, you gotta make that choice. Only you can get enough. That's my key word. Only you can get enough.
1: Listen, I think it need to be like. I think they'd be like Carl Lewis and run, 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 run until you see know, the guy take you deep away. <laughs> but listen, folks. <laughs> I'm glad that we had a chance to come on and, and Donnie's. You know, uh, this show is actually an hour and a half long. You know, we had our first show with almost no, that's not how we do it. But, you know, it goes to a great, she had an outstanding transcript tonight. What more can I say? And I'm like, ooh, she got the men like, what? what? What you say? What? Mm hmm. That's for other <laughs> shows to come back and have other, other topics. But listen. I will be going on vacation, and I ain't worried about no Internet radio until Monday. Oh. And I am not apologizing for any of it. Listen, Well, you have be no... a
2: safe trip.
1: Listen, thank you very much. Ms. I ain't on going. Phone. You know well, what? I ain't going. Day... <laughs> Listen, tomorrow night there will be no O&D programming. The, the shows that we usually be on, which would be Splash Frazier, of course, with our uh, Mr. Splash show, and as well as our brother Bakatoon, aka the Magic Man. You know, there, there, there are the sacrifices led by for the producer. So, and so yeah, we really thank our our brothers. And then we're back on Monday night, and we come right back on with our brother. It seems like he just was the one, right? Living Word by Minister Kenneth T. Van will be next Monday night, nine o'clock. You know, uh, Eastern Time, 7 o'clock, oh, I'm sorry, 6 o'clock uh, Pacific. And then, of course, our sister Joy, DJ Philly, Joy to the World, 7 o'clock Pacific and 10 o'clock Eastern right here at O&E. Uh, brought to you by Damon Network and Beverly Nation. Listen, one more can I say that I've already been said. I am very, very happy tonight with what we have accomplished. You know, Anna Dell and, and Tanya Carter and Huni Bakatun.
4: And, of course,
1: our wonderful Miss. Ring her line all the time, these say, the wonderful Donnie's, the godmother of fun. What more can I say? I'm just ski. I just play tracks. And on that note, Beverly Nation has advertising through O-N-E, which is Oladeli Ngozi Enterprises. You can reach us, of course, at Com, as well as Ngozi Primetime1 at Com. We are Ngozi Time on the wonderful Instagram, Ngozi Primetime, and Twitter. Ole Deli Ngozi, book Pinterest, and Google+. Plus. Ole Deli Malay Ngozi, of course, at the wonderful and exquisite Facebook, as well as our business page. Okay, you know what it is, Dhanese, that girl, that wonderful funk girl. Yes, you're right. And as well as BevNet Online Radio. And any comments, suggestions, or programming, ole, deli, that Ngozi, mine, and gmail.com. So all you folks, uh, the producer will get some rest, and uh, I'll see you back on here. Monday night, that's right, nine o'clock, of course, Eastern Standard Time and six o'clock Pacific right here at at that way. Determined and motivated online now network for talkshoot.com. You know what though, Nisi, can I tell them who I am? You can allow me to tell them who I who I is? Yeah,
3: you can go ahead and tell a funk secret.
1: I am your mother and father's favorite producer, Ola Deli Malay Wang. Good night, love us. all the folks out there on force radio that support us on a constant basis. Miss Godmother, you got two minutes, and then the last
6: track of the evening.
3: All right, you guys. This was the Godmother of Funk, and you heard it live. I have Funk Talk, you guys, and I just want to say, make sure before you get married, you find out the right partner, and make sure you. Took notes tonight, and make sure when you do get married, it's a happy marriage. God bless you. The godmother funk. This is funk talk, and I'm out.
1: Wait a minute before you out though. You know I got you right, cause I ain't playing with you right now. Can, can I, I, I play know what you, you guys? Listen, you want me to play some y'all Uh people? <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
2: <laughs> Let's see what he does.
1: Bring my line, DJ.
2: Bring it. Thank you.